Hey everybody, Jeff from the Jumpman Podcast, and uh, get this, I just got back from MAGFest. All year long I've been telling you dudes, uh, man, at MAGFest we're starting up games on film. It's our third year, and so I've been working pretty much all year to get it done. Uh, games on film is a, it's a film festival, it's actually the biggest video game film festival in the world ever, as I like to tell people. Uh, uh, there aren't that many video game film festivals out there. But we actually are huge for a film festival. We're three days, uh, three days of programming, and uh, thirty plus films, thirty plus guests show up every single year. Uh, the sound that you're hearing is another phone that I need to find and shut down. But anyway, so Magfest, lovingly, uh, I've been there since Magfest two, and now it's Magfest thirteen. <laughs> so everybody, all the lumberjacks uh, that I've seen there. Yeah, we're feeling kind of old, kind of old and busted, like we are the old generation. A lot of people, and there were 17,000 people there this year. Uh, There used to be 300, 300 people, and now there's 17,000. So uh, a lot of people, is their first MAGFest, or their like second. And so like it always happens in volunteer organizations, but the old guard, if you stay around long enough, you will work (laughs) for it. And so everybody who, you know, grew up, matured, etc. while doing old MAGFest, now we're all staffing it now. So I was there just to do the film festival. Also to do some video game improv, but I'll get that I'll get into that in a little bit. When we got there on Thursday, I'm recording this after the fact, by the way, because I thought I would have time to record with somebody, anybody, because I'm seeing so many awesome improvisers, filmmakers, semi-gaming celebrities, cosplayers that I would record with somebody, but I was just so involved and so tired that I didn't get a chance, so I'm doing it afterwards. Uh, Thursday when we arrived, I was on a mission. We got to the Gaylord Convention Center in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. It's, It's more like National Harbor. Maryland. Uh, It's right on the border of D.C. You can see D.C. uh, from the convention center, which is pretty cool. But I was like, all right, we have not started on time ever (laughs) for this film festival. This is our third year. We're going to start on time. Went down to Tech Ops, and I was like, what can I I do? How can I help to ensure that that it gets up? Because in previous years, Tech Ops is just, you know, they're understandably understaffed. And they're still putting, like, the truss up on the screen when it's time to go. And we always start, like, 20 minutes late. You know, no no big deal. But I really wanted to do it. So they said, hey, come back at 1 o'clock in the morning. And we're going to set up the screen for the film festival. And it's a massive screen. It's 20 feet uh, long by 16 feet high. It's huge. It's, like, indie movie theater size. It's incredible. So I said, fine. I came... At 1 o'clock in the morning, I show back up. My buddy Brett, who's my assistant on the day, he was there. And two of our amazing friends, uh, Mike Myers and Scott, who just happened to come along from New York City to have a good time, they showed up too. So I showed up with uh, with a four-man crew, and we knocked it out of the park, man, for the next three hours. (laughs) So on Friday morning from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, we just put up some screens. We put up the games on film screen. We... uh, we put up the screens for panels two, panels three, panels four with no instructions. So often we had to like stop, go, ah, fuck, and then redo it. Um, so I was destroyed right off the bat. But we got it. We started on time. At 2 o'clock on Friday, we started on time. I was so happy. 
you know, we didn't have enough speaker stands, but that's okay. <laughs> Tech Ops, I think they went out and bought a new speaker stand. Um, there's always new challenges for the amazing volunteer staff at MAGFest every single year. And But luckily, unlike last, last year, our projector died in our first screening. And that was like, you never imagined that an 8K, like $10,000 projector would just die, but it did. We were on the phone with the vendor, and he's saying, like, describe to me the problem. And then when I told him, he's like, I've never heard of that. I'm like, well, it's happening, and the projector's dead. And we had to replace it. Uh, we had a new projector. Uh, I'm pretty sure a different vendor. Not entirely sure. Uh, that, that You know, it's always, it's a little bit like, you know, you always, you want to go for the lowest bidder, but then also have access to good equipment and good customer service. MacFest is a great year for uh, providing that. It's awesome when you can produce a film festival, you know, curate the films, show up, make it happen, but you don't really have to pay for uh, the venue or the equipment. Uh, you don't really have to beg for stuff like that, which is great. I feel like it's a win-win uh, relationship between uh, myself and MAGFest in that way. So, Friday morning, 2 p.m., we start out with a marathon of Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, and a lot of people showed up. It was a really good sign that even on 2 o'clock on a Friday, people came out and people were excited. Uh, if you haven't seen Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, it's amazing. It's live-action. It was a film, a TV show, and a web series, just recut different ways. We showed the 147-minute version, uh, which is the longest version, which is uh, two and a half hours. <laughs> and then we went into a bunch of other movies. We screened video games, the movie. We had a huge turnout for an animated short films block. And if you don't know Rice Pirate, you should go onto YouTube right now and look at his work. He's hilarious. Uh, I just can't give enough credit to, you know, we, we can put on films, but you need high quality stuff. And there's so many high-quality films out there on the Internet that you really should just check out. Actually, if you if you want a, a full schedule of what we screened, along with a list of all the filmmakers, especially for the compilations we did, just go to gamesonfilm.com. It'll redirect you to MAGFest's site, and there's a, there's a whole list, including trailers, blurbs, and stuff about uh, everything on the list. So... Uh, we did, we showed The Great Battles of Skyrim, which, if you don't know, it's amazing. There, it's, uh, this guy, Tyrannicon, hacked and modified uh, Skyrim, like a copy of Skyrim, to place thousands of enemies on a screen together and go in with the in-game camera and have them fight and cut it into, like, a cinematic experience. It's great. So search for that on YouTube, and uh, we had <laughs> we had a, a little contest for for uh, some M points, which are as good as cash down at the vendor area, for the best. Uh, I brought two dudes up, and gave them crowns, and have them hold on to buffer swords, and they're like, "Are we gonna fight?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> you're gonna give me your best Fus Roda," and the audience voted on who was the winner, but they both got M points. They're both really good sports. So it just goes to show, if you're at a live event, it pays sometimes to volunteer. If somebody says, can I get a volunteer, you raise your hand, and uh, brave hearts win endpoints. Uh, the angry video game, the movie, was at 10.30, and I've never seen as many people show up to our programming ever. 
they packed the entire room. And we're talking like a 500-seat screening room, and there was standing room only. I mean, the line was incredible. And we've just come a long way as a film festival. I mean, I can't believe we packed the entire room. It was great. So instead of just going down the list of everything we did, I'll just give you the, the highlights. So I was just dead, dead on my feet. You know, you ever you ever get that feeling where you're stressed out about something? Because, you know, like admittedly, like um, I'm the curator and producer of this event and I'm in charge and everyone's looking to me and I have to make it all happen. But uh, I'm just stressed out about certain things. So at the more tired I got, the more stressed I got, the more stressed I got, the more my hands would like uh, shake a little bit, you know, getting closer to things or holding a microphone while... Uh, giving a Q&A with somebody, and when you get that stressed out where you're physically stressed, that's when you have to lay down. You have to get off your feet, go lay down, try to sleep, or at least just, just get horizontal, and it helps. I'm just telling you, that, that's what I did, and it helped. Uh, when you're just that tired, and I learned this through working in film and TV, when you're exhausted, it's not good for your mental state or your physical state. It's kind of like being drunk all the time. You know, like if you're drunk, you're not making good choices and it's hard to um, it, it's hard to do anything, really. I'm getting all kinds of beeps. I hope you're all enjoying those little beeps. Those are my beeps. So um, the next day, we had awesome filmmakers show up. If you guys don't know Fury Fingers, you will. They just exploded. By the t- uh, in between, when I booked them to to come to from Australia from Adelaide to the US to give a Q&A about some of their short films and actually the screening they blew up and they went viral their their film Boxhound uh, got retweeted by Hideo Kojima and they were they went to LA they got invited to go to Konami headquarters i mean they're just like living the dream and having an amazing holiday over here in the in the US which is just incredible and uh yeah i was just so happy for them and w- they came together to do like an intro to this uh to this short uh, film compilation that i had done and the guys that are doing it with them are so crispy media and they're just established youtube stars you know so you have like the established youtube dudes that garner like millions of hits on their stuff and then also like the new up and coming guys like the hungry the hungry guys that want, you know, to be there too, uh, together. And so many times throughout the the weekend, I saw filmmakers talking together, you know, like swapping info, talking about uh, a lot of them, you know, have their stuff all up on YouTube. So they're talking about like, all right, well, I'm changing my YouTube partnership right now. What's that like? You know, have you gotten a contract from so and so? What have you done for for this on ad revenue? and and so on and um and flash gets too those guys uh those guys came out or at least one of them came out the other one was sick but everyone was talking about flash gets because they did the short called racist mario that we screened as part of our late night grindhouse and it's gotten 40 million hits on youtube it's pretty big it's one of those films where you see like a million people have ripped it and then re-uploaded it and each one of those like little steel videos does really well, but the original has 40 million hits and they're huge and everybody had an opinion on it. <laughs> but and uh, all the filmmakers are just just the nicest guys and I guess I'm telling you all about the films and all about the rest of Magfest cuz that was my experience. 
MacFest, uh, they they had a they had a problem with uh, with volunteers. I feel like for next year, like if you if you thought about volunteering for MagFest, now is the time to think about volunteering for next year. If you get a certain number of hours in, you know, you get uh, a free hotel room, right? Free access to MagFest. So if you don't have a lot of money and you want to come to MagFest, volunteer. I think it's you just have to do a certain number of hours, and um, some some shifts are worth more than others. Like you could do like an hour shift, and it's worth two hours sometimes just depending on on when it is. So it's really a sweet deal and we just had a Magfest was hurting for volunteers this year. They had 17,000 people show up and there were huge like Comic-Con sized lines to get into places. You know, the Game Grumps, which everybody knows, they're super huge. I was talking to a family that were so devastated because they were just like we showed up like 20 minutes in advance and we couldn't get in. And I was just like, wow, that's that's amazing. That's great. I mean, wow, who knew? You know, but at the same time, like, I'm so sorry. They're going to be doing autographs later. You should show up to that and see them. Um, we have everything that we screened. We had like 75 to 100 people on average uh, per film. Some films had more. We screened this amazing documentary called Gaming in Color and had the uh, the director Philip Jones show up to do a Q&A afterwards and not and usually because there's so much cool stuff at Magfest like just happening all the time whenever you get to the credits of a film everybody's like okay I'm done and they get out of there because nobody's like a credit watcher at a video game film fest or video game uh, festival they're like all right so I got this to do and this to do and I'm going to this and I need to head over and stand in line or I'm going to go downstairs to the vendor room or the video game room or I'm going to meet my friends and go get drunk you know like there's just so much stuff so uh not a single person left the room when gaming in color was done you know we we brought the lights up on the credits everybody stayed there were a million questions and everyone was just so excited to be there and if and if you know in retrospect I was like this is one of my proudest moments because the whole mission of the film festival is to get more people's eyeballs on films you know to get people to watch these films uh, all these independent films and also just to um to to give a venue for filmmakers to show their stuff there's so many video game films out there and it's it's our mission to bring the best of every year to the greatest possible venue, MAGFest. You know, like I, I did the film festival circuit and it was horrible. I hate it. Film festival, most film festivals exist uh, as like, it's, it's, it feels like a scam, like a money-making scam. You know, you to submit to a film festival, usually you have to pay $30. $30 you send in your film, you do all the work, you fill out all the forms, and then you never hear from them again. You know, it's like, it felt like, when I was doing it, it felt like robbery. I was like, I just spent $3,000 to to send out my film to all these film festivals, and in the fine print, they are not obligated to ever give me the time of day. You know, fuck that. So three years ago, when Tim McNeil approached me about doing a film festival at MAGFest, I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, this is my chance to to give back for so many filmmakers. You know, like I, I just hate the process. You know, uh, I I don't I don't really go in for you know like awards. Awards feel kind of silly. It's cool to have an award on like your box. You know, your your Blu-ray box or your website or whatever. 
but it, it's just so political. It just feels like pulling teeth, you know, and the audience award is just like the popularity award. So I'm, I'm a little against awards, but mostly I'm against like paying $30 and then never hearing from somebody again. So I feel like um, I drew inspiration from uh, Puppets on Film, which is a film festival that I help out with in New York City for the last three years. And that's a, it's what's called a curated festival. So what that means is uh, all the films have been invited to screen there. Like uh, the curator says, like calls up or emails the director, producer, whoever, and says, I want you here. You know, I want your film. I think your film looks great. Can you please screen with us? We want you. And if you could show up, there's going to be a bunch of people, not just like two or three, but a bunch of people that are going to be into your film. And wouldn't that be amazing? And by the way, and, and for games on film, I can say, and by the way, we're at an amazing video game festival, the biggest party you will ever see, and it's all positive, and there's all these rock bands and a huge video game room, and everyone loves each other, and it's great, and please show up, and we'll give you free food. <laughs> so for me, it's it's the best possible venue, and I'm so happy to just be a part of it. And also to to be in charge and to be like, these are the films, these are the ones I feel are important and for people to see. So, um, yeah, that being said, I'm, I'm like scanning. On, on Sunday, it was a magic moment. It was like a magic moment and a fumble at the same time. <laughs> By Sunday, I was so tired. So, like, uh, imagine the most tired you've ever been. Double that. That, that was me super tired like you know what you know you're really tired when you wake up from getting eight hours of sleep and you go and talk to somebody and they're like yo you look tired <laughs> and you're like i don't feel as tired as i did at two in the morning but oh no you're wrecked because uh, because ev- as everybody knows you have a sleep tank and you must fill your sleep tank no matter what and if you run on fumes for a couple days then you have to like take naps during the day to get yourself back up to speed or else you're just going to continue to be exhausted so by Sunday, I was just wrecked. I mean, I was still with it, but I but if anything tripped me up and something tripped me up, uh, I was just done for. So what happened was, uh, and, and, you know, I, I go into this with like, I'm so self-critical about this kind of stuff, you know, like I want it to be the best possible thing. And when something goes even just slightly awry and and that's what happened, like I just, you know, I'm my own worst critic. So... I will I will say that uh going into the story nobody cares <laughs> about the way that it went down everyone thought it was amazing um there were no negatives and the only person who was like what's up with that is me uh that being said I invited uh these amazing dudes the 501st Legion which are a group of professional Star Wars let's say cosplayers you know costume enthusiasts People who make amazingly spot-on Star Wars costumes and then show up for charity events, children's hospitals. I'm always seeing news articles written about them like so-and-so, you know, the 501st were there. And you always see these amazing pictures of stormtroopers, snowtroopers, rebels, uh, you know, like Luke Skywalker, Jedis, you know, and just the greatest gear there. So we had a world premiere at 8.30 on Sunday, January 25th, Knights of the Old Republic, Episode 3, The Circle of Fates. And it's uh, it's this video game film. If you know the old Knights of the Republic video game, 
uh, they hacked and modified the game so they could go in, just like that uh, that Skyrim film, and uh, capture these cinematic angles to retell the story of a game that everyone knows as KOTOR uh, from, from way back in the day. And this is the third episode. They had done the first two legs of the game, and now they're finishing up the uh, the game. And they added a bunch of stuff, too. To bring out the Star Wars atmosphere, I also paired it with a Star Wars triple feature, which turned into, like, five films, which are the best Star Wars fan films of all time. And if you feel like you're a Star Wars fan, you should, te- you should check these out. Uh, there, we screened A Light in the Darkness, which is a three-part uh, series you can watch on YouTube, which is great. It's about, like, uh, I think it, it takes place... It takes place, like, during the prequels and then after the prequels. Uh, we screen Dark Resurrection, which is this, um, is this incredible Italian film that takes Star Wars in a new direction. Um, what else? Uh, Mr. TV Cow, who's on YouTube, just released this, uh, this great Star Wars uh, film that we snuck in there. And then the... I don't think it's on YouTube yet, but the guys who did The Last of Us fan film, and they're incredible... They had a Star Wars fan, film too, and we're and they're like, "Do you want to throw this in?" I said, "Yes." Oh, and we did uh, uh, Star Wars Down Under, which is like um, the director said they wanted to do a Star Wars movie like inspired by Quigley Down Under, which was they're like, "How can we make Star Wars as Australian as possible?" So <laughs> all the stormtroopers have like lightsaber boomerangs. <laughs> And there's all this Australian slang and inside jokes. And the whole thing is just a quest for beer, which is just amazing. And it's on it's on YouTube. You should definitely check it out. So the 501st shows up and they confirm like the week of. I didn't I had just thought they weren't gonna come. They confirmed the week of and I was like, alright, great. So I'll just you know, I won't plan anything. I'll just go in with like an open mind, we'll figure it out on the day. Except that on the day, I was really tired. <laughs> so I figured out, I planned to get them into the room on time, but that I didn't really figure out a way for them to exit on time. <laughs> so when we showed up and we started blasting the Empire Strikes Back theme, the Imperial March, you know, and they bring in, they all come in, and I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, the 501st Legion, everyone's applauding, they get up there on stage, and I'm like, uh... And now as they exit, <laughs> there, there was definitely an awkward moment where I was like, oh, I forgot an exit plan. I'm really tired. Oh, no. And all my confidence just drained away and I started fumbling with my words. And usually I'm just, you know, I'm up there doing my thing, pumping up the crowd, being charismatic, etc. And I was just like forgetting the names of the films. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, why am I so tired? But anyway... That was that was the the only chink in the armor of the incredible year that we had. Um, the rest of their their experience there was so positive. The first person from their outfit, which was like thirty people strong, was a guy who made his own R two D two robot. That's right, R two D two robot, full like to scale, fully functional that he's operating with the remote sounds can play the music and it was just um, incredible like huge crowds just swarmed to see this it was just magical and as soon as he showed up like i could have cried 
because it was just so amazing and i just did not ex- i expected like 30 stormtroopers r2d2 robot showed up and everyone was like oh my god this is the coolest thing and everyone became five years old again you know didn't matter how old you were suddenly you were five and you were like it's r2d2 mm. uh and there were kids there too and everyone was taking photos the 501st continued to come in and come in and come in and then all of a sudden people were like oh my god look there's like a, a legion of stormtroopers. You know, there's Boba Fett, there's Han Solo. And, and like they, they literally got so mobbed getting from their secure location over to the film festival that I was like, all right, guys, we got 10 minutes to kill. Do you want to go back there and like make a march over here? And my contact, Ski, who is uh, an incredible Boba Fett, was like, there's no way we can, there's no way we can do it. We're just getting mobbed by everyone wants a photo. Uh, so anyway... Uh, when they came in for for the actual uh, premiere, it was it was kind of weak on my part, but the rest of their experience was so strong. Everyone was so pumped that they were there, and I was just so happy to have been a part of that, you know. And so, big thank you to Magfest. Thank you for allowing me to to run the the film festival this year. Thank you to everybody who came out. You know, Knights of the Old Republic episode three had a huge turnout, and that was our our big world premiere, that was why we brought the 501st there, you know, was why we did Star Wars fan films, was to get Star Wars there, like, representing at MAGFest, you know, it was like a singular event, uh, and normally there's there's no crossover with other geek stuff, ever, you know, but this was like, alright, we have the Star Wars video game, and we're gonna make a big deal about it. Um, so, thank you to all the MAGFest attendees, all the MAGFest volunteers, if you were there, you rock, and tell your friends because we need more volunteers for next year. And uh, yeah, all the filmmakers who came out, everybody, like I send all these follow-up emails today and I'm just getting zillions of thank yous. You know, I'm so glad people, you know, enjoyed my film. I'm so glad people showed up, you know, it looks like a great time. And so just a big thank you. And thank you to my core staff you know, thanks thanks to my assistant, Brett Vanderbrook. He can get slammed, like, completely wasted drunk doing a... They did, a, like, a River City Ransom Power Hour this time, <laughs> which is, by the way, a, a video game power hour. It's, it's, a, it's a tradition. You drink a shot of beer every minute while playing a video game for an hour, and then the last minute, you drink every 10 seconds. And... He did that Saturday and showed up at 11 o'clock the next morning on Sunday. What a trooper. And then our, some of our friends, uh, uh, Mike and Scott, who were just there for the ride, there to have a good time. Man, they showed up at 1 in the morning to help us set up the uh, the screens. They just randomly showed up during the last film like, hey, how can we help? Can we take this stuff back? And it was just it's just incredible. You know, like if you get the chance to randomly just to help out one of your friends – you should do it because it's the most incredible feeling in the world to be like, wow, people care. <laughs> if you can get somebody to, to to feel like you care, I think that's one of the most important things you can you can ever do. Even if it's just like the smallest of gesture, you know, no kindness is ever wasted, you know, no matter how small. And that was that was so kind of them. And a couple times because we had a volunteer shortage. I actually had to recruit audience members <laughs> and other filmmakers to hit the uh, to hit the play button on the Blu-ray player or on the laptop. So, God, thank you so much, guys. 
And um, so, next year, let's talk about next week. Next week, we're going to resume our regular Jumpman podcast uh, schedule. You know, we usually, it's just me and Eric talking about video games, movies, comics, whatever. We're going to resume that. This is just a special week where I was just off at MAGFest all weekend. Uh, Next year, dudes, MAGFest 2016, I have a gigantic spreadsheet full of films that didn't make it this year. They're still in production, or they were announced but haven't been released yet. So I'm looking forward to next year. But right now, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to put my head in the sand until June. June 1st, I'm going to start working on the next film festival, and it's like a year-long hobby. And get this, drum roll please, I'm having another kid, yeah, I'm having another baby. It's true, on Star Wars Day, May 4th, as in May the 4th be with you, my second son is uh, is due to be born, so I'm looking forward to sporting my wife, literally sometimes, <laughs> for the next few months, and then in early May, probably late April. Uh, our second son is going to be born, and I'll get to spend a month with him before diving back into my laptop to find more films for uh, for next year. And at some at some day, the both of my uh, sons will be old enough to help me out. <laughs> They'll be like, "All right, all right, little little boy, press play on the laptop," and he'll be like, "Yes, daddy." Anyway, thanks to everybody. I can't wait to to do it again next year. Thanks to Kevin Smets, Virto for life. <laughs> Thanks to all the bands. I was watching it all live stream, which you could too. If you didn't go to MAGFest, you can watch at least the bands live streaming on on uh, on Twitch. So uh, if you didn't catch them, go to the archives. Um, you can check us out every week. We are the Jumpman Podcast. We're at jumpmanpodcast.com. You can download us on iTunes. Uh, you can check us out over at RetroWareTV.com and at Elder-Geek.com. That's Elder-Geek.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Don't engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.